Discussions of Truth coming your way, special edition. This is Wednesday, April 1st. No fooling around this day. Uh, RIP to uh, my late friend, uh, David G. Um, today was his uh, birthday. Um, and much of this program is made available um, by, uh, by him and his doing. Uh, coming your way in about... Six minutes, Dr. Yoram Lass. Okay, he's an Israeli physician, former pol politician who served as a member of the Neset for the Labor Party between 1992 and 1986. He is a uh, former uh, director slash minister of the um, Department of Health for Israel, uh, as far as uh, as far as I am aware. Okay, and he'll be bringing some commentary regarding the coronavirus uh, that uh, is and has become a global pandemic uh, that um, uh, is certainly becoming a very serious threat uh, to those stateside in the United States as recent figures from the White House show that the possible death toll uh, now standing at about, my understanding, 4,000. And again, I'm not sure if that's globally or just, I think that's globally. Uh, I'm not sure what the U.S. count is. Uh, but recent figures from the White House uh, say that we're looking at a possible 150,000 to 200,000 uh, death count from this virus uh, coming uh, simply in a few weeks. Uh, that's the projection. So, projection. So, we're going to get some uh, uh, medical opinion here from Dr. Lass in regards to how do those figures compare to uh, other coronavirus cases. Okay, the COVID-19 is one strain of the coronavirus. There are various uh, SARS uh, respiratory type uh, illnesses and viruses that are in that classification of coronavirus to my understanding okay this isn't something that has come out of the blue and to give you a perspective of where i come from in my approach to the coronavirus yes this is a obviously a deadly virus uh is it uh is it more deadly than other viruses i i don't know uh again that's why we'll be fortunate to hear from dr lass here um is it killing more people than the various common strains of the flu that uh, make its way around the globe on a yearly basis. Again, I don't know. Um, is this something that is completely media hyped? Is it is the media taking this and blowing it out of proportion to uh, profitize on it? Uh, that's an argument. Is it something driven from a deeper agenda, possibly linked to um, global military campaigns in regards to taking away some of your civil freedoms? I don't know. That's another good argument to consider. Yes, a dismantling of your democracy. The Stafford Act takes away habeas corpus, uh, takes away civil liberties. Uh, that's been intact now for a couple weeks in the United States. Uh, states are now closing themselves off. Mandatory uh, self-quarantining, I now uh, understand, in Florida uh, for 30 days. Uh, I haven't got that official uh, out of the governor's office, but some of these things are, hey, wait a second. Uh, you know, I can't even go to, uh, I can't even congregate in groups of 10 larger 
Um, how do you feel about that? Is that a violation of your right as a human being? Uh, if you feel like you are religious and you want to go to a religious uh, congregation and mingle with people, maybe a hundred people at a time, should that be your right to go mingle and open yourself up to receiving the coronavirus? Okay. Um, I mean, is it a violation of your right? That's really what we're kind of getting at here. Um, the, the, okay, that, just things to consider, alternative angles and views to consider. So this is, uh, like last week, because of demand, because um, because there is um, there is a um, a need to talk about these things, we uh, will be broadcasting a triple header today. Um, you can join me at the four o'clock hour as I will be discussing um, and giving commentary myself in regards to what's happening. Uh, with this uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, to backtrack and again give you the basis from where I come from. I actually began this program now in its fourth season. Um, book along the way, Trine Day Publishers releasing Freedom Reserve, No More Lies. Uh, that's scheduled to release on the 23rd of April. Uh, you can pre-order right now at Barnes & Noble's. Um, uh, Amazon and various other sites uh, in the UK, Australia, Denmark, Canada, um, Ian Trechier. Um, but this is all based off of the Zika virus uh, that came ashore in Miami in 2016. And the links and connections that I make and made uh, to the Rockefellers uh, kind of got me talking about this because I felt like, uh, just like you, I have the freedom to speak, okay? Um, and I feel like some of these other institutions, um, uh, freedom of uh, uh, media or uh, you know, some of these other constitutional rights, I think, in the United States, um, uh, that the war machine uses uh, as a whole other uh, topic. I hope you understood where I was going, uh, going with, going to with that comment as I didn't finish it. But let's just say that uh, democracy, if you will, quote, uh, the United States is a uh, republic with democratic democratic uh, values. Uh, but these values are what is used as an excuse many times for that military machine to go in and invade other countries and rob them of natural resources. Okay. Uh, that would be the assumed, again, the assumed reason that Bush went into Iraq, okay, uh, to control opium trade would be the assumed reason that that American military exists still today in Afghanistan, which have been almost 20 years. Totally ridiculous. These, these war machines that are killing people's lives, uh, uh, destroying families, uh, it's just really disgusting as far as, uh, as, far as I'm concerned. Um, so, uh, Zika anyway in Miami is the basis for the program as, uh, the Rockefellers had hands not only in patenting the Zika virus, this is fact, uh, they also were the largest shareholders of, uh, the Chevron Chemical Corporation that, uh, engineered the pesticide in the 1950s. Again, Zika being extracted from a, uh, rhesus monkey in the Uganda forest in the 1940s. Again, this is funded by the Rockefeller Institute and uh, Foundation, whatever it may, be, it may have been. Um, but the two connections there uh, led me to Anthony Sutton, Stanford Hoover Fellow, uh, and uh, something called the Hegelian Dialectic. All right. Um, so anyway, that gives you a good understanding of how I'm approaching the coronavirus um, and the pandemic. Again, I'm not saying that you should not worry and guard your health against the coronavirus as you should any other virus or any other disease or any other ailment that strikes uh, this species. Um, but what I am saying is as you defend yourself against it, look at some, other, some of these other ulterior and alternative uh, angles that could be approached. Is it is it disgusting to think that, yes, there could be military involvement in regards to biological warfare? Yeah, sure, it could be. But we know one fact. 
we know that there are ill motives existing on the planet. Okay, and um, you know what we strive for is certainly peace and happiness and harmony for everyone, regardless of language, regardless of country, regardless of belief system. Uh, that's really the most important thing is that there is a unification, uh, but a fear tactic used to create unification for a very small percentage of uh, banking organizations is completely the wrong way to go about it. And anyway, that is what we bring to the table in discussion of truth. So, um, without any further ado, uh, you can find, uh, you can follow me on, please do, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, that's I-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R, uh, both handles. Um, donate to the program, uh, discussionsyourtruth.com. You can also donate at iantrache.com. iantrache.com has all of my past guests, uh, and I would say 97% of the episodes, mostly all, there might be a few missing, are all found there at iantrache.com. Again, this is I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. Okay. Uh, bringing on now uh, Dr. Lass, who is in Israel. Give him, a, give him a ring here, see if this works. If not, uh, bear with me as I uh, type in uh, other coordinates here. Ringing here momentarily. Okay. Hello. Yes, Dr. Lass, hello, Ian Trottier, welcome to Discussions of Truth, sir. Yes, okay, I'm ready, but I'm not sure about this. Is this a phone conversation? Yes. Is this okay? Yes, this is fine. So we just talk over the phone? Yes. Okay. Excellent, thank you for joining us. Uh, so, Dr. Lass, uh, for listeners out there that may not be familiar with uh, who you are, you're the former uh, uh, minister and director of uh, the Department of Health in Israel. Is that correct? Uh, well, the official title is uh, Director General of the Israel Ministry of Health. Thank you. Um, tell uh, listeners a little bit about um, uh, your y y what you were required to do in that position, and um, and you're currently lecturing. Uh, uh, just give listeners a little more about um, uh, who you are, please. Well, I'm now retired from Tel Aviv University Medical School, which uh, I founded, <laughs> like. 40 years ago, um, I was uh, also member of Knesset, which is the Israeli parliament. And uh, normally I teach at the university and I go on teaching, although I'm officially retired. Uh -huh. Well, you've had a long and dis uh, distinguished career uh, uh, Dr. Lass, and uh, we appreciate your time uh, joining the program. And for listeners out there, uh, Dr. Lass has taken his time out of his evening to join us at 10.20 uh, p.m. his time there in, in Tel Aviv. Uh, so thanks for staying up uh, to be with us. As, uh, as we all are now aware uh, of the uh, the pandemic that is uh, causing um, issues uh, around uh, the globe and all civilizations and societies. The coronavirus, Yoram, uh, uh, is a an issue that we are all concerned about. Um, I would like uh, your opinion, if you will. Um, Tell listeners, if you would, uh, Yorm, uh, what is your view on what you know about this virus? Well, um, I'm worried, but not uh, terribly worried, because we have been in that movie uh, some time ago, if you remember, 
the swine flu yes. pandemic. It was 2009. And uh, we had the same situation. We had a new virus which emerged from Mexico, Santa Cruz area. Uh, quickly, that new virus spread all over the world. We had no flu uh, shot against this new virus, exactly like today. And uh, one billion people, one billion people were exposed. About a quarter of a million people died. This is uh, 2009. However, Zuckerberg was only beginning. He was a beginner. Today, we have a somewhat similar situation that the old swine flu, but we have those social networks. And right. they created monstrous hysteria, which is not justified because the current coronavirus is within the, an order of magnitude similar to the normal seasonal flu. Remember that in the United States, every year, on the average, 40,000, 40,000 Americans die as a result of the normal, regular, seasonal flu. So I'm worried because it's a dangerous virus, like the influenza virus, which is dangerous, but I'm not terribly worried. Right. So what you're saying here, uh, Yoram, is if this is accurate, um, the, the, the coronavirus COVID-19, and, and for listeners to understand, there are multiple strains of coronavirus, I believe H1N1, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that is a, another type of coronavirus, you're talking about bird flu, um, and, 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 and there, are four, there are four coronaviruses which have already attacked humans in the in history so uh but this is a new one it's a new strain a new virus which we never met before okay yeah and there's no uh at, at the moment there is this is this is what there's no there's no vaccine this is what's interesting to to me dr lass is uh just we, we hosted uh, a Harvard-educated MD. He's now 96 years old. He's based in Toronto. Uh, 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 Gifford Jones is his name. Uh, and he said on this program uh, three weeks ago, he's, it, it, and this was his view, uh, again, as, as a peer to you, as a, as, a, as a medical doctor, it was his view. Again, he's 96 years old. It was his view uh, that the that that any virus could be treated with uh, vitamin C taken intravenously. Uh, what are your comments in that regard? In that there's no current vaccine for this strain of coronavirus. Well, vitamin C over history since uh, Fleming, the Nobel laureate, the vitamin C has been suggested as the miracle drug against many diseases. I do not know of any real double-blind study, peer-reviewed, published in a respectable journal, which says that vitamin C uh, is good for you if, unfortunately, you have the coronavirus. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have to see 
a peer-reviewed article in a respectable journal which says that vitamin C is good for you. So uh, my opinion at present is negative. Uh -huh. Let's let's go back to and we'll come back to uh, uh, to this, but but let's 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 shift angle for a moment and and expand on uh, what you talked about the social networks. Now uh, you mentioned was it two thousand nine uh, swine flu outbreak in Mexico that spread spread globally and uh, was it a quarter of a million people that it affected and, and, and a billion people that it touched and a quarter of a million that it killed, if, I remember, if, if I've got those numbers correctly. Uh, what you uh, said is different today is that we have, um, we have these social networking, uh, whereas Facebook was, Facebook was in its infancy back then, uh, so not nearly as uh, well-developed as it is today. Uh, we have Twitter, which is, again, I think that started in 2007. I may be wrong on that. But some of these social networking uh, sites, are, 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 you, are you saying, suggesting that that has exacerbated uh, the, uh, the threat, if you will, of this relatively otherwise common uh, viral outbreak uh, is that something that is that is that something that you're you, 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 you're conveying here to listeners? Yes, uh, absolutely. Your definitions are very accurate. You can see what happens with the very well developed social networks. You have. Uh, a flow of uniform information. Everybody sees the same picture. So Jack comes to Daniel and he says, did you see that? And Daniel says, well, of course I've seen that. So everything is being amplified and becomes uh, a fact. And, uh, Therefore, when you get a focal, disastrous picture, say, from Milano, that picture, within a second, lands on Mr. Trump's desk and becomes his policy. And this has never been before. The spread of information is so fast and so uniform that the power of Zuckerberg as an icon for the social networks, he has the power to topple governments all around the world. I mean, Trump tried for a moment, just for a moment, to say, well, so many people die with a seasonal flu, and right. we never had the idea of a shutdown of the entire United States. But then Zuckerberg came with that flood, which makes everybody so scared. And uh, Trump uh, moved to the other side of the pendulum. And, and I don't blame him. It, it's all over the world. Governments are afraid of the people, the constituency. And the constituency is afraid because of Zuckerberg. And there is a snowball. You see, when the government uh, insert those draconian measures, the people see the measures and they become even more afraid. So the government becomes even more afraid of the people, so they have even more draconian measures. So it is a snowball, a snowball which we have to face today. Right. And, and let, me, let me quote you here, uh, Dr. Lass. This is um, out of uh, an interview that you placed on March 22nd with uh, Globes. Um, and that is of yeah. this year, you're quoted as saying the following, so that listeners better understand uh, the message that you're, you're getting across here. Quote, 
Italy is known for its enormous mor morbidity and respiratory problems more than three times any other European country. In the U.S., about 40,000 people die in a regular flu season. In every country, more people die from regular flu compared with those who die from the coronavirus. Whoever thinks that governments and viruses, this is very important, is wrong. Do you have any comments in regards to, to, to that quote that you said uh, in, uh, for, uh, for the publication Globes? Well, uh, at present, more people die from the regular seasonal flu. If I give you the global numbers, yeah. according to WHO, the World Health Organization, yeah. the number of people dying every year, every year from regular seasonal flu, the range is a quarter of a million up to 600,000 people. Wow. And the problem with the flu is that it kills children. Mm -hmm. Flu, the regular flu, kills children. Now, coronavirus is exclusively killing old people. It doesn't touch children. And the numbers, the current number, the current global number, is 44,000 people dead from corona. Now, anybody in his right mind know that half a million people dying from the regular flu is much more than the 40, 44,000 people dying from corona. The number will grow. That's clear. The number of coronavirus victims will grow. But at present, it is not so terrible. Right. In compar comparison to, the, to some of these other numbers, what is, uh, it, it sounds like through social media and then uh, perhaps a uh, an influence on mass media, uh, for instance, uh, CNN or CBS, ABC, some of these larger media outlets in the United States right. anyway, um, that these numbers are being uh, blown out of proportion. Uh, why is that happening in your view? Well, numbers are numbers. You cannot argue with numbers. Right. And I don't think anybody is blowing the number. Many people are not aware of the number. Mm -hmm. And many people are not aware of the comparative numbers. But I don't think numbers are blown. Mm -hmm. But there, there seems to be some type of a... Um a fear tactic is would you agree with that it, 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 what what i think is what i'm trying to convey is that what's being blown out of proportion is the seriousness and the urgency um it, compared to some of these other numbers that you you're citing from the world health world health organization in that um anywhere up to it sounded like a half a million people could die from uh regular flu uh, on an annual uh, basis uh, why is it that there's special attention being uh, paid to this coronavirus? Uh, there's there's no vaccine for 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 other flu viruses either. Um, uh, you know, there's... No, 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 this is wrong. Okay. You, the other flu uh, viruses they have vaccine, and one of the reasons of why we fear the coronavirus yeah. is that at present. We had no vaccine and no shot against the coronavirus. But as I mentioned, going back to 2009, where we had the swine flu, well, we didn't have any vaccine against the swine flu mm -hmm. at the time. Now we have. But at the time, so it's an equivalent situation. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
the the United States uh, it basically is shutting itself down because of the threat that this virus imposes, uh, and and so many other countries uh, around the world are doing the same thing. It seems that way. Uh, how is Israel um, uh, defending itself from from the coronavirus? Uh, the same. I mean, there is a complete shutdown in Israel, uh, quite an extreme shutdown, and also there is, uh, you know, electronic surveillance, and which I don't like. I mean, I I would like having having a, a system which follows people by using a voluntary application. But as you know, we have, uh, we have government bodies, for example, fighting Palestinian terrorists. Yeah. And you can imagine that they have the technology you can hardly imagine. And the Israeli government is using the same technology and the same body, which normally fighting terrorists, to um, survey Israeli citizens, which I don't like. So the measures here are very serious, extremely serious. The economy is ruined. I mean, a quarter of the workforce has registered for unemployment benefits. My goodness. You can imagine the restaurants and etc. So the situation here is very serious. Yeah, it's the same. It's it's a very similar thing. I, I it, it it seems that the middle class, anyway, in the United States is. Uh, it, a year from now, it'll be interesting to see where uh, the economy stands in in this country. I I would think that again, going back to that middle class, uh, it's already being attacked and shrinking. Uh, it could likely be completely non-existent um, as a result of this coronavirus shutdown. Uh, uh, Bill Gates, who designed uh, a, a personal computer software. Uh, uh, in the, I think it was the '80s, um, is is now uh, coming out and talking about um, uh, talking about the coronavirus. He has mentioned that he would like to um, vaccinate and uh, insert a uh, a tracking microchip. Uh, yeah, what are your? Yes. How do you feel about that, Yoram? What are your 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 comments and thoughts on that? Uh, well, look, I'm. I'm a scientist, and I'm pro-technology. So everything must be voluntary. And uh, I, personally, I don't really mind my privacy because I have nothing to, to hide right. in a way. I know I'm, I'm different. This is my personal. I know that in the United States, privacy is a huge issue. Uh, I think that if Bill Gates' suggestions make the world uh, more efficient, if you get your medical data on the spot, uh, it's good enough. But your problem is not Bill Gates. Your problem is your medical system. Mm-hmm which is awful. It is the most expensive and the less efficient medical system in the Western world. Well said. And so many people have no insurance, so the Congress may give you free coronavirus tests, right. but then the bills come for the interview, for opening the door, for closing the door, and many people cannot afford it, which is different from Israel, where every Israeli citizen has the full security. That's wonderful. In getting good 
medical and, and equal medical uh, attention. So there is no difference between the poor and the rich, the old and the young. It's a very different. Israel is very good in social medicine. And I'm not going to interfere with your politics, but this is one, in my view, uh, one of your greatest problems. Also yes. with regard with the current corona situation. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think some of the estimates are a $35,000 medical bill uh, for yeah. something. <laughs> it's crazy. So the two trillion Congress bill will give a person five thousand allowance, and then yeah. it goes straight into the hospital. It's great. Yeah, but, but you you mentioned something that's that and I think you you, you mentioned a, an important word here, and that would be voluntary. So uh, if 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 certainly if microchipping does help the world. Uh, become a safer place, then that's great. However, uh, do you think it's important that a voluntary microchipping system uh, be administered rather than a mandatory? Does it make a difference? Yes, I would. Uh, I would recommend only voluntary, so that an old person, where the say the medical information is scattered all over the places and. If you have the chip, you may have a device which will gather everything. So for that man, for that guy, a chip may be helpful, but to have the government uh, being able to follow everyone and uh, no, no, this I would not recommend. Right. Okay. Uh, now let's get into, for a moment, uh, uh, Dr. Lass, let's get into, for listeners out there that are concerned, obviously, about how to treat the coronavirus, uh, what is it from your understanding, what are some of the best uh, methods, if there even exist? Uh, I've recently come across uh, a, a French study where, uh, uh, I'll give her a shot at this pronunciation here, hydroxychloroquine sulfate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it resulted from some Chinese doctors who claimed that anti-malaria drug, the anti-malaria drug, the chloroquine, uh, is maybe helpful. Uh, well, I read the same literature as you do. And I'm not sure, but uh, this is a claim. Look, if somebody is really sick, uh, treatment is oxygen. Treatment is uh, continuous monitoring of oxygen in your blood to see that the blood is fully saturated with oxygen so there is a little device which you put on the tip of your finger in hospitals and of course in very serious situations you have to use uh, the ventilator the mechanical ventilator which is a very sophisticated uh, device and you need the people to attend to the device it may also kill you if it is not working well. So this is the real treatment you can give to people. There is no real drug which has been tested, as I told you before. Uh, but as time go by, uh, and, and the scientific papers will begin to show up, you may convince me that an anti-malaria drug is useful here. I don't see the, the, the logic, but uh, we have to wait and see. There's, a, there's, another, uh, there's another drug on top of that one um, that's a 500 milligram once a day orally. Uh, it's called 
azithromycin. Are you familiar with that one? If I've, if the pronunciation is... Yeah, this, well, this is another group. I mean, the anti-malaria... Okay. Uh, I'm not sure, but this, this, this is another group of drugs which makes more sense because they are designed especially against viruses. For example, if you have the common flu, you may get a tummy flu, which is a drug, a molecule, which interferes with the various molecular biological processes there. So any antiviral drug, which normally is being used against the influenza virus, against the herpes, you know, the herpes, that's another famous virus, herpes, and uh, there are so many. Uh, CMV, they, you have like a zoo of viruses on your body, uh, not only the corona. So there are uh, antiviral molecules. For example, we use antiviral molecules for AIDS, AIDS patients, and it saves their lives. AIDS now does not necessarily kill you because of the drugs. So those drugs may be helpful against the corona, but again, it must be very thoroughly tested. What are, what are some of the, uh, for listeners out there that uh, may be in that uh, category uh, of not uh, having health insurance or uh, simply uh, listeners that want to uh, build up their defenses uh, on a regular day basis uh, what are some of the uh, what are some of the uh, things that you uh, would suggest that people do um, that is within their power certainly washing their hands wearing gloves um, it's debatable whether to wear masks that that'll protect them uh, protect them uh, being self isolated self quarantined uh, not gathering groups of ten being five to six uh, feet away from another person some of these very basics that seem to be administered uh, through the World Health Organization and, and other organizations uh, in, in your opinion uh, in, in that regard what are some of the basics uh, that a listener can do uh, to uh, to defend themselves and build up their immunity. Um, and, and the reason I say that, uh, Dr. Lass, is because, uh, it, it, like you mentioned earlier in the program, uh, this is a virus that seems to attack uh, uh, people uh, of uh, a more elderly age. Uh, it, it, it does seem to be affecting uh, people of all age spectrums, but it is uh, certainly seeming to um, uh, 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 attack uh, uh, an el elderly folks. Um, and I'm assuming that's because of their weakened immune system. They're not able to exercise. Perhaps they're not eating uh, uh, as good as they as they should have been. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But in your opinion, some on a very kind of a basic level, what are some things that listeners can do to kind of build up their defense in regards to this coronavirus? Well, I think you you have mentioned them all. I can add: do not touch your face with your hand if you can. If you go to some public toilet situation, I mean, you don't these days, but if you go in the cinema or uh, try not to touch the handles, push the door with your shoulder, uh, things like that. And at the institutional level, surely the, the nursing homes are the, the soft spots. And uh, by way of description, any nursing home should be surrounded with a barbed wire and with a checkpoint. And uh, nobody without a certificate should met should get in. This is where the problem is. If you remember the first cases, Kirkland Nursing Home, Kirkland right. yeah. in Washington State. Yep. Uh, the nursing home is the soft spot. 
while if you go to some Marines battalion, don't worry about it. I mean, those folks will have, I mean, nobody will really become sick because they produce their natural immunity, what is known as the IgG immunoglobulins in the blood, and they are, they are immune for the rest of the following years. Perhaps few soldiers will have some cold uh, symptoms. Uh, so you don't have to really protect the army battalion, but the nursing home is where you have to be really careful. Okay? That sounds great. Finally, uh, okay. uh, Dr. Yeah. Les, did you have something else to add? Um, no, I, I mean, I think we have mentioned everything, and I really thank you so much. Yes. Um, the opportunity to talk to other audiences. I talk a lot here to Israeli audiences. So have a, a safe night. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Lass. Thank you very much okay. for joining the program. Okay, thank you. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're very, very fortunate to have Dr. Yoram Lass uh, join the program again. Um, he covered mostly all the bases, um, and certainly, uh, being a professional, um, he was, uh, uh, he was very mild in his, uh, uh, in his, um, uh, 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 suggestion, if you will, um, or, or not even suggestion. He was very mild in, in addressing, um, uh, the, uh, uh, what I will call fear behind the coronavirus, um, without directly attacking, uh, uh, any one media outlet, or even though he mentioned, uh, a, a, a number of times, uh, Zuckerberg, uh, that would be Mark, uh, the founder, arguably co-founder of, uh, Facebook, um, is there a purposeful uh, angle of fear uh, pumped into the media outlets? Uh, again, uh, Dr. Lass had said it's naturally occurring because of um, a person talking about what happened to B person to C person and then um, that viral, if you will, um, uh, sequence uh, increasing and spreading, again, social, on social media. So that's kind of more of a natural occurrence of the way information is transmitted uh, and passed globally uh, that wasn't existent during the swine flu era of 2009 that is existent in 2020. Um, now, what I will suggest is, uh, is that possibly mass media outlets, the very powerful media organizations, um, Time Warner, again, uh, which is owned by CNN, isn't it, or one or the other, um, I think uh, you've got, um, uh, again, CBS, ABC, Fox News, uh, these MSNBC, NBC, um, you've got these major American media outlets that have a global reach, okay? That's just the way it is. Um, you've got BBC, obviously. Um, those are the ones that are coming to my mind. I'm not familiar with the uh, China outlets, but are... Is this uh, uh, is is this pandemic being uh, used to profitize and make profit? Whereas, if you're taking Doctor Lass's comments that this really is no more threatening, if you will, than any other flu strain, um, and what he didn't do was directly attack any media outlet. As you heard him, uh, he was certainly alluding to the fact that naturally this is what's happening because of social media. 
Um, what I say and suggest you do is that you do consider and you do dig into the possibility that yes, media is exacerbating, blowing out of proportion um, some of these numbers to profitize and capitalize. And there's no harm in you doing that. Okay, you can sum that up with a simple phrase, which is question authority. All right, now, there's no doubt that this pandemic is a very real health problem. It is. It's killing people. It's making people incredibly sick. It's a problem. You need to defend yourself. But at the same time, if you have the strength and you have the health, physically and mentally, you need to question where did this originate? Was it Wuhan or was it Fort Detrick, which is now closed? And I think it's Virginia. Okay. Is it, was this biologically induced from a ruling organization? Yes, it's perhaps sinister to consider that, but you've got to consider all angles because you have to look at any violation of your human rights. And even Dr. Lasset alluded to surveillance. And that's a very real thing right now in Israel. And mandatory vaccinations? Would that be a direct violation of your human right? All good questions as far as I'm concerned. And I appreciate you tuning in and listening to this special edition of Discussions of Truth. Again, we've been joined by Dr. Yoram Lass, the uh, former uh, head of the Department of Health in Israel. And I'll be back uh, with a, another Discussion of Truth before uh, next hour, before coming your way at the 5 o'clock hour, that is the normal slotted time frame, um, with uh, Zachary Voorhees, Google whistleblower. You've tuned in dis to discuss the truth. This is Winwood One Miami Radio. I'll be back momentarily. Until then, thanks for listening.